0: Mr Turnbull, drama teacher at Academy 360. Chapter 17. The Bear Cave. I finish the story longing to roam deep in the forest, to find all the wonders of my grandmother's world, my world. The forest was my home once too. The sky is lightning, dawn is coming, snow drips and birds fidget in the branches above. Mousetrap is asleep against Blakeston's legs a fishbone in his arms and his belly bulging. Blakeston's head is resting on his soft, feathered chest and his eyes are closed. My gaze drifts to the blue mountain, and at that moment the sun peeps above the treetops and throws a brilliant shaft of glowing sunlight onto its peak. I rise to my feet, the urge to find my grandmother ballooning inside me. The hope she will know the answer to my questions is like a breeze and a storm all at once, lifting me, tugging me, spinning me round. "'I need to go to the bear cave,' I whisper to Eleanor, not wanting to wake the others. "'What now?' Eleanor asks. "'You haven't slept all night, or had breakfast. "'I'm not tired or hungry.' My feet are burning, the urge to leave now overwhelming. Would you do me a favour? Of course. Take care of Yuri. His wounds need to heal and... I hesitate, bracing myself for what I'm about to say. Can you take care of Mousetrap too? I rush the words out before I can change my mind. Eleanor nods, although her eyes are tight with concern. You know... We could all go together. My house could take us. I shake my head. This is something I have to do on my own. I look into Eleanor's eyes, hoping she'll understand, because I can't find the right words. I need to figure out who I am. And I love Mousetrap, but he can't help me with this. He only sees me as the human girl he lives with. And that's not who I am anymore. All right. Eleanor throws her arms around me. They barely reach halfway and the tears in my eyes as I think of Mamusha's hugs. But I blink them away. I'll take Mousetrap to the house. Eleanor releases me and takes a step back. But if you change your mind or you need anything, just shout. The house senses everything in the forest for miles around thank you i force a smile and despite the doubts crowding around me i turn and walk away the peak of the blue mountain dips out of sight behind the canopy but i know which way to go i feel it as a pull in my chest and a tingle in my toes with each step Excitement rises in me like a swarm of bees. Everything sparkles in the morning light, dew glistening on spider spiderwebs. Meltwater glazes through bark, and new buds gleam like amber beads on the tips of branches. Spring is coming, everything is changing, and the forest feels fresh and new. When the mountain appears again, above a young swaying willow, I scan its face for signs of the bear cave. The bear Serena. Until now, she's existed only in stories and dreams, and memories so old they feel like imaginings. But she's real, and close, and my grandmother. She'll know the truth of my past and where my future lies. I wonder how she feels waking after a long winter sleep perhaps it's a nice feeling like walking in the sun warmed bed i wonder how she feels waking after her long winter sleep perhaps it's a nice feeling like waking in a sun warmed bed or maybe It will leave her thick-headed and bad-tempered, like when you're pulled from slumber too soon. She'll be hungry after months of not eating. And Anatoly told me at this time of year bears want meat. He always said to be wary of bears in spring. What if she doesn't remember me? What if she's not there at all? My nerves crackle as I draw close to the mountain and by the time I reach the base of it, I'm so charged with electricity, I feel like I'm glowing. I gaze up at the peak, which is hidden by mist, and the fur on the back of my legs lifts. Yanker Yanker the bear!' a bullfinch calls, and I suppress the urge to run. I pick out a rough trail that zigzags its way between the steep rocks and begin the ascent, slowly and carefully." I'm not sure how far away the bear cave is, so I need to pace myself. My legs are strong, but they're heavy, and scrambling uphill is hard work. Tiredness gathers in my muscles, and I think of Eleanor reminding me I didn't sleep last night, or have breakfast today. The higher I climb, the colder it gets, so by the time I rise above the tree line, it feels like midwinter instead of spring but i stop anywhere to rest and look at the view the sky is clear all the way to a distant glimmering horizon far in the northeast flares of orange light shine through thick black smoke that must be the fiery volcano where lava streams down jagged rocks and pools into blistering hollows where smee the fire dragon lives The dragon who, I know now, killed my parents. I squint at the light and smoke until my eyes are sore. Part of me longs to catch a glimpse of a fiery tail or wing. But I don't see anything, and soon my nose and ears are numb from the cold. So I move on. After the next bend, the trail rises steeply. At the top of the slope is a wide, flat edge. I stare at it, my heart racing like a shrew's. This place looks and smells familiar. A faint breeze drifts towards me, carrying the scents of earth and moss, berries and pine nuts. It's a smell I remember from long ago, and it makes me feel warm and safe. I creep to the top of the slope and peer over the ledge. The sight of the bear cave whips the breath from my mouth. I recognise the shape of its entrance. The arc of rock, worn smooth by the bear Tsurina's movements. And the tree roots breaking through on one side, forcing cracks into the glossy stone. My feet carry me over the ledge. Then I stop, a few paces from the entrance, hands trembling. Hopes and fears swirling inside me. I hear the bare Serena's breath. A familiar, deep rumble. A pair of eyes flash in the darkness and my heart stops. The bare Serena hoofs out a cloud. Her huge, heavy foot pounds onto the rock. Slowly, she walks to me. Out into the light, muscles rippling, every movement full of power and grace. Strength radiates from her, and a calm contentedness, as if she knows exactly who she is. And right now, in this moment, I want to be just like her. Questions die on my tongue. The bare Serena's long brown snout reaches out, her shiny black nose twitches as it sniffs the air between us. She grunts a deep, peaceful greeting, then sits beside me. The massive mound of her body curves around my back, and I collapse against her. I know the feel of her thick, warm, hair. I know the pace of her breath and the sound of her heart beating deep in her chest. I slide my fingers through the fair of her neck and bury my face into her like I used to do when I was little. I curl up until I'm a tight ball surrounded by her huge limbs. She turns and licks my face with her soft, wet tongue, and I close my eyes. All the years that have passed since I was last here melt away until all that's left is a faint, and distant memory of Mamushka in our house at the edge of the forest, far, far away. And this moment in which I finally feel like I belong. I'm not sure how long I doze. My coat digs into my shoulders and I wrestle it off. I am hot and restless, all my clothes too tight. I lift the bare Serena's front paw and pull my jumper over my head. When I try to loosen the waistband of my skirt, it tears. It must have caught on something, but I'm more comfortable now and I sink back into sleep. My eyelids open and I squint against the light. The sun is low in the sky and the shadows long. My fur is damp with dew. I yawn and a shuddering growl reverberates through my chest and skull. My whole body feels... Wrong. My head is heavy, so heavy, and my mouth sticky, my lips loose. There's a cooler patch on my back, where I was leaning against the bare Serena, but she's gone now. I turn to look for her, and my body moves strangely. It's cumbersome and too low to the ground. I try to push myself up, but I can't do it. I stare at my hands. Each heartbeat, a booming explosion in my chest. My hands are paws like my feet, huge and round with long, dark claws. My arms, my chest, my whole body is covered with fat and fur. The weight of my shoulders is a log on my back. I lift a paw to my face, but can't bring myself to touch the two together. I already know what I look like, I'm a bear.